Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we cover a bunch of different topics, including summer jobs, helping your children find their passion, preparing for different types of jobs, and more. Before we start, we just want to thank Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They help more homeschoolers smile during math time, and they're an amazing curriculum. You can go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. I am, and I don't feel very ready. Um, ben was gracious to like... Um, so we can meet a little earlier. I just, and you know, if you were at the women's, uh, Ignite the Women conference, I probably got you sick. So uh, I am sorry. Um, it doesn't seem that bad, but it does kind of take your edge off. Uh, it's just this tiny little fever and, but once it breaks, you feel great. Uh, so I'm sorry. Uh, but I, I think I, on top of all that, it's just that I'm tired and it's cold and yucky here. Uh, I had to do a little promo for FPEA, which is the Florida Homeschool State Convention. And and I'm out there, you know, outside by our RV, freezing cold with my coat on and thinking, I need to go to Florida. <laughs> so if you live in a warm climate, be thankful because we're ready for some sunshine and some warmth because it just makes homeschooling harder. It makes everything harder. I know you people up in Alaska. I know we're a bunch of babies. Uh, but anyway. Well, the funny part um, is like today it's a high of 42. Tomorrow it's going to be 70, which is just that's bizarre. That's good, good. But then it it stays like in the 50s. Oh, no. But but no, that's no. supposed to be sunny, but at least 70s. But And you just you said you were down in St. Louis, right? Uh, that, that go well? Did you? Yeah, it was a really good time. We had a great time. We had a bunch of great lineup of speakers and – it's a great location. If you've never, if you're like, you need a getaway with your husband, uh, check out the uh, St. Louis uh, Union Station. I mean, it's really historic. Ben, I think you would like it. Um, and yeah. I think Rissa would like it because it's got like outdoor stuff before. you can walk. I've never been there before. Okay, I was there then. last year. But uh, it was, they have a great big Ferris wheel, outdoor, you know, uh, water with lights and uh it looks like a real fun i would pick some time when it's warm though i would not go in early or late march i would go like in late april speaking of so warm this is totally off topic but uh just before we launch into our topic here uh i was looking at cruises again just because i was getting that itch they are just unbelievably cheap. I mean, right now there's some compromises because you have to have to have some different uh, requirements to go. But once everything lifts a little bit, I think it, it would just be a blast. But man, they're so cheap. I mean, I was looking at Carnival for a year out, you know, for like a balcony or for a window room. And it's like like two, like maybe 350 bucks per person or something like that. Yep. Maybe not even that. It's just like, I mean, you can get $180 rooms plus $100 in tax. So 280 if you, you know, go down in the lower parts of the ship, but just crazy cheap. And I'm totally good with the lower parts. I was on somebody's cruise, you know, went in their room and the water was running by out their balcony and it was terrifying. To That's me what you night. said, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Get- if you haven't done one or if you've, you know, it's really, it seems like a pretty economical way to like have a, almost a week out. Hey, really? but yeah. Uh, someone said that and uh, uh, Ellen mentioned that, you know, again, that's the requirements currently. So I think once those lift, that's when I'll, yeah, prediction. exactly. They're going to drop, can't sustain that and they're, you know, they're going to drop it. I don't know yeah. how soon, but they've, they've got to. And then 
Uh, maybe we'll get another one of those homeschool convention, uh, homeschool crews, and we'll tell you all about it. If they ask, I'm going. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, Ben. Let's yeah, start let's go. About so this was something I I, talk, I would like to have Abe on it in the future just to talk about it because he is uh, he's currently 21, uh, you know, working. He's done a lot. And right now he has kind of like, I guess you could say, a lawn mowing business during the summer. He's uh, worked for Handyman. He's done ton of construction related stuff. But uh, since he's not here, we're still talking about it. What's your, I mean, opinion slash thoughts on uh, summer job? You know, could that count as quote unquote school? We've talked about what counts as school before, but because that was a question you had. Um, and then also, yeah. yeah, just general thoughts. I had a mom, and that's what I was just thinking about jobs again. Um, you know, because uh, all our kids don't learn the same way. And somehow uh, we think that only certain things should count as school or we should make it so it does count at school. And of course, my motto is just count it. You know, don't worry about it, just count it. And I had a mom who came up to me, I can't remember exactly where, and she said, well, my son has a job and he loves his job and you know, he's like a junior and we're just kind of done with the school part. We know what he's going to be, or we know what he's not going to be. He didn't have like a, a college trajectory that he was real clear on. Um, and she said he loves his job and I can't remember what it was, but it was something, uh, it wasn't just like working at a restaurant, which is a fine thing, but it was kind of like a trade kind of job. And she said, you know, and then she looked at me like I was the one to give her permission. And she said, you know, can, can I count that as school? And I'm like, duh, of course you can count that as school. I mean, you know, what's best for him. And I think the question kind of comes, well, what if they want to go to college at the end of it? then they can go to college. I mean, if they have to wait another semester or a year, who cares? You know, and along the way, you didn't fight them and try to make them do stuff that you just thought was the only way to do it and when they were loving doing or learning the things. Because, Ben, you had a job. Uh, I don't know. Did you work at the AT&T store before you graduated? Um, no, not technically. I worked there while I was, which I did quit, though, because I was trying to – no, it was after – I think, uh, I think it was like the, I think it was like, no, it was during it. It was during high school. <laughs> I was trying to remember because it was, <coughs> it wasn't for super long. It was only like seven months, but I was doing that dual thing where I was working on clipping and credits and stuff like that. So I just, I was having trouble getting it done. So I did quit to finish it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was really good. I, I, I think if I hadn't, done this uh family man i think it would have even been more beneficial just having to learn you know because i mean again school a lot of it is how to function later on that's the idea behind it you know is is how to function hopefully later on so uh i think that it nothing's going to do that more than having to help people with money and have to interact with customers and deal with angry people. And it really helps, I think can help with some character. It can help with, you know, having to get up early, uh, you know, realize that your time isn't your own all the time, you know, some right. selflessness. Uh, I think it can be good for interacting with people you don't really like to interact with, which so is family, but you know, so I think, I think there's a lot of benefits, but you know, at the same time, there are some drawbacks to it. And I think you need to be careful, especially about the environment. Um, you know, cause I, right. I think, uh, yeah. like Ike, he wasn't in high school, but he had an experience, you know, with, you know, a job that I think he learned a ton, but at the same time he had, he felt like there was a lot of, 
you know, people around him really uh, drug him down and he can hardly even talk about it at this point because it's just so uh, toxic environment. What's that? So they're just mean to him. Yeah. I mean, so, anybody can fit and act like them, they're just harsh. And, you know, if your kid can't handle that, it can be a really cruel thing. But I think for like Ben, I mean, you kind of, when you got that AT&T job, I can remember you coming to me or we were just talking like, I don't know what, you couldn't have been in it more than a month. And you said, dad, I think they're going to let me go because there's two of us here. And the other guy's been here a while and he's older. And, and, uh, and then like you, you came back, you had like a meeting with him and he said, they fired the other guy and they kept me. <laughs> and I don't remember that. I don't remember thinking I was going to get let go. But I remember, yeah. you know, like when he called me and it was like, Hey, you know, do you want to take over? Cause the other guy has been like, was, well, they know, couldn't believe you that, were, that you were 18. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. Uh, a, it was a blurry time. I don't know what the deal is, but I do think that also the other thing that will be really helpful is something like that. It is good to know that people will want you, you know, from a work standpoint. Uh, you know, if you've taught your kids uh, a lot of the being around them, they're gonna have they're gonna stand out of the crowd. And I mean, that is just something that I think once you actually go and work in an environment, your child will realize how much they appreciate you too, uh, to some extent. You know, it's not obviously not foolproof, but I mean, you just are kind of in awe of just how terrible everyone else is often. You know, and, and there's good people out there, but. Uh, I, I really came to appreciate just my upbringing a lot from that. Um, but Cal's looking at getting a job, I think a summer job here coming up. He's the second youngest. Uh, what was your thoughts going into that? Letting him do that. I was all for it until I found out I have to like take him there at five 30 in the morning. And that's just going to like really cramp my life. Uh, because I don't get up at five 30 in the morning and, uh, he's going to work as a grounds person or help out at a golf course in them. I don't know how long during the day, but, uh, and I think it's homeschool friendly. And, and that was really, again, very important to us. And several of the people that we know, their kids have worked there. And, um, and so, you know, we're excited about that because again, especially for, for your mom, it's very important to her to know that uh, the workplace doesn't, doesn't lead them down a path that we don't want them to go. Uh, so they, we wouldn't just let him go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but Especially the first he's going to learn so much. He's got to learn so much because I know, uh, Ben, I mean, I used His to think Gucci loving little self is going to have to get used to. <laughs> no. well, I thought that about you, Ben, uh, you know, I thought, cause you were not that kid who was like, you know, when I was out working outside and you'd see me, you wouldn't like jump out there and go, Hey dad, yeah, can totally. I come? Um, but you really, you rose to the, the level and you're an amazing worker now. And you probably were then, but you were just a kid. You know, you didn't have that motivation. And I think it is kind of nice to have somebody else's voice saying, well, you have to be here at a certain time. If you're not here, you're fired. And, you know, really, maybe your son has to get fired to learn something. And I'll tell you, that is an important lesson. That's way more important than anything that can happen in the book. But go ahead and make a commercial, Ben. 
Yeah, real quick, again, we just want to say thank you, as always, to Teaching Textbooks. Um, I used it growing up back when it was still a book and a DVD, uh, which, you know, a lot of people probably don't even use DVD players anymore. Uh, or I guess it was actually a CD. But uh, anyways, but they've, they've changed it to their latest version, their Nylon 4.0. It's been that version for a little over a year and a half, I think it is, something like that. Um, but the cool part is it works on any device, including that has an internet browser, so essentially everything. Uh, it's super user friendly, really easy to use, uh, and it's just so engaging and it really takes a lot of the drama and the, I don't know, stress out of and conflict out of math time, which for a lot of people is really tough. And I think that's a lot of people's biggest fear of, you know, uh, especially young homeschoolers. I hear them say things like, oh, I just don't know how I could ever do math. Well, with teaching textbooks, you don't have to really do it all by yourself, uh, but you can still be involved and uh, you can check in and see how your kid's doing and everything. But they have family plans, a free demo, and a trial over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. And they have an awesome customer service team, so you can also ask questions if you have anything there. But Also, uh, if you're watching the video version, sorry for the quality. I don't know why it keeps dropping out here, but it's it's going, but it kind of goes in and out a little bit, so I'm not sure I'm what's happening. There. No, it's not your phone. It's my. Uh, you. It's something with the connection through, through the program. But All right, go ahead, sorry. No, oh, I was just going to say, too, you know, but I think probably the most important thing of all that, you know, whether you're and we'll talk about, you know, trades or or working, you know, just working after you graduate from high school is that it really is. It's a mom and dad thing. They have to be OK with it uh, because it is OK, you know, but you have to kind of steel yourself against the idea that people are going to say, so what are you doing for their junior year? Um, I just read, I had somebody sent me a, uh, a thing that they had written that their kid, that their kid who was a senior in high school, homeschool, and he had written a thing uh, for college entrance exam or not a, but application. And it was this thing about um, kind of an essay on why homeschooling is good. And the kid was, I mean, very academic. He wrote beautifully. Um, but then he just talked about how, you know, how he loved math and how he loved calculus and chemistry and engineering and how they hired a tutor to help him and a mentor who was helping him in physics and whatever. And I'll tell you, you read that and you think, wow, that's pretty amazing. My kid doesn't do anything, you know, and I think there's that temptation to think, well, then I've failed. Um, and that is just not true. Um, I have kids who are amazing kids and they've never had physics. I have kids who are amazing kids that they've never had chemistry. Um, and that's okay because we knew they wouldn't need chemistry. Um, and so I think you kind of got to be okay. You know, if they're going to work, because again, that mom who asked me, is it okay if I count that? I almost felt like she was whispering so nobody would hear it. Um, because, and because I think she just is embarrassed to have to say her kid, yeah, we're just, he's just working his junior year because it feels like the same as dropout. And it's not dropout, it's homeschooling. It's training them for life. It's career focused education, which I believe all education should be career focused or it's kind of a waste of time. You can disagree with me, but you're probably wrong. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you know, not that it's not okay. To, I mean, there's other areas that obviously I think You can learn about helpful, butterflies but... and not have a career in it. You know, yeah. I get that. Uh, but when you only have limited time, uh, and your kids only have limited time and you'll have limited resources, 
I mean, my job is to train my kids so they're ready for life. Not that's just, what I think it is. Uh, not really career, but just more life. Because like career is not that life. important in the grand scheme of everything. But the being able to support a family or you know uh, raise your children and stuff like that, and just be able to I, I make it. I you agree. Know? So, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Like, you know, as we were talking about trades, you know. Obviously, every child's going to be influenced by what their parents do, what those around them are into, what they're exposed to. You know, so an area where maybe it's more rural or whatever, they might be more exposed to something like a trade related than, you know, in the middle of a big city or something like that. How do you think or do you think it's important to try? Because I'm sure some moms are like, I don't know what my kid's going to want. And the kid can sometimes feel that too. That can feel really frustrating. So I think that's why a lot of people just send their kids to school because it's like, well, they haven't really been exposed to any jobs or anything like that. You know, they haven't really had anything like that. So how would they even right. know what they're going to do? So we'll just let them go to college and hopefully they figure it out, you know. And uh, and if jobs and money, I think that's not a bad option. Yeah. You know, go ahead. If, if, yeah, you, you might have a, a, another price to pay when they get done with that. <laughs> Because they may not love God or walk with him anymore. Um, but to me, I don't think it's so much, I don't know what my kid wants to be. Because, you know, you would have said, Ben, I don't know what I'm supposed to be. But we still knew where your strengths were, you know. Right. And I can remember saying, you were trying to think, should I get a marketing degree or a history degree? And I'm like, you're a history guy. I don't know how it's gonna, you're going to use it, but just do that. And, uh, you know, and, and I have parents who will say, I don't know what my kid's like. And I'm like, that is not true. How could you not know what your kid's like? Uh, I think the bigger question or the question would be, can you be okay with what they like? You know, can you be okay with, and I don't, honestly, Ben, I don't like the word trade. I think trade yeah, I feels agree. like, it feels like, you know, blue collar. It's not real college. Yeah. I mean, why don't call engineering a trade or animation a trade? Yeah. Uh, or anything else. I mean, it, it does feel like you go to trade school and then yeah. you learn how to drive a truck. And I think, and I was talking to a guy, I think it was my cousin. He was saying I could have been a truck driver. And I'm like, every man could be a truck yeah. driver. But um, I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, and some of the most quote unquote worldly successful people I know would technically fall under trades, you know, but all that means is it's an actual skilled job, you know, essentially that's not, you know, I mean, even a doctor, you could technically say it would be in a way, but I don't know. It's just like kind of the socially accepted word for it, but I totally agree. I don't, I do feel like it sounds almost demeaning compared to the other things, you know, and that's something that Mark, Mike Rouse always, is it Rao or Ro? I always get it mixed up, but he always talks about is that idea of like the blue collar is the downtrodden and the white collar is the, you know, is the uplifted one, you know, and, and that's just is, is wrong. And it's not one way or the other. Both of them are fine. Um, but do you think then it's like, so funny to me. Oh, hold on. And it's so funny to me in this world where we're so afraid not to put down anybody, you know, that we really put down a whole group of people, you know, we say uneducated, you know, non-college ed- educated um but i give great value when i'm at the airport and i see those guys loading the bags or i see some guy cleaning the carpet i get i value them i'm like you're doing a great job thank you you know and i think they're supporting their families they're doing a good job and that's honorable go ahead ben. totally um i was gonna say so do you think they're what do you think if you have a kid in high school, you think it's a good idea to try to help them, you know, 
do a few different things, find some, try, like, let's say there's like, uh, not sure, you know, is it worth trying to get them to help someone out for a few days if they're working on a project or do you think that stuff's important? Just kind of like, eh, doesn't, you know, see if they're interested or not. Sure. Uh, what do you think? I think panning for gold. I think it's, you know, you, you put swirl it around and you see what sticks, you know, and, uh, I know mom did that for you. She, you know, how'd you guys, you and Sam work for a computer guy taking apart old computers and you learned a lot in that really. Um, and that was free. Maggie was going to shadow a, it just recent, you know, is going to shadow a florist to see if that might be something that she'd like to do because, you know, that's what she thinks would be kind of fun. And, and we've talked about this before, but I think it's interesting that once you, when you train your kids outside the box, don't be surprised when they want to live outside the box afterwards. You know, I mean, I have Maggie's doing these things on Etsy, you know, and selling them. Uh, is she being rich? No. Ike, he makes his living on Etsy. Uh, that's really an amazing thing. And, you know, if you would have said, hey, what do you think? I'm thinking about trying an Etsy business. You'd go, all oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, you know, God's big enough to, to turn them a different direction. We don't have to be afraid. And all we as parents have to do is cheer and not try to not try to to fix them because i think a lot of parents they they and we've talked about this in the past they get scared so they say okay how about we do some uh whatever those tests are that i don't know what they call what do you mean no browers and somebody something you know where they you do your aptitude test and see what your quality and I'm like, what it makes our kids feel like, I think, is that there's some, we just don't know what's wrong with you. We need to figure this out so we can get you on to a successful. And I'm like, there's no hurry. Um, so, and again, I think, I don't know if it's all a mom thing, but it is, a, I think it's a, it comes to a point where you just have to trust God and say, he's going to get my kids where he wants them to be. And I can enjoy the process. And as a homeschooling mom, if I feel like this is getting them closer to what I believe they're going to be at and what it looks like God would have them be, work on this school. It is funny, though, like you mentioned earlier, like the lady, you know, who whispered to you like, oh, is it OK if he doesn't, you know, uh, do the last couple of years of like, you know, book learning per, per se. But it's funny because like on, you know, Facebook, social media, whatever, you'll see like posts where people will be like, oh, I'm so glad I woke up this morning knowing how to do, you know, complex numbers or whatever, you know, and it's like said no one ever, you know, and it's those kind of things and everyone laughs and they're like, oh yeah, totally, you know, but then for some reason, everyone then still feels tons of pressure. Like those things really do matter. It's like everyone groups together knowing and laughing together that none of this stuff really does get used but then at the same time everyone's still like oh but i gotta know it you know it, it is just and i don't laugh because i don't think it's funny yeah. i don't know why we have not stopped and said this is stupid i'm not doing it anymore um and mom again if you feel in your head that what you're doing is a waste of time quit doing it don't listen to anybody else and quit looking at posts get away from your friends if they're saying well we did advanced chemistry you know just don't um, because, you know, really, we've said it so many times, God made you smart enough to figure out how to homeschool your kids. He's made you smart enough to figure out what counts as school and what doesn't. You just need to go with that voice that is the voice of God in your heart telling you what to do. And also something, this is a little bit of a tangent, but just on the same note, kind of. Um, 
you know, be confident in the fact that what you're doing in homeschooling is legitimate. You know, it isn't some like just like, uh, you know, fake version of school or whatever. You know, everything recognizes it. I've never had any issue with the diploma, but because I was listening to a, a fr- one of my coworkers, he was homeschooled and he was talking to another one just saying how, oh, yeah, I didn't get an actual diploma. Like my mom just gave me some. But, you know, my brother, he had issues with that. And so, you know, we were going to have this lady who was certified to give us one, you know, and stuff. And he just made it sound like the whole thing was so fake. And he was from Michigan. So I was like, okay, well, I'll look up the rule and see what it says. And it says, uh, you know, basically you just have to do, you know, till the kid's 18. But then it says, uh, let's see here. I wanted to read this because I just thought it was interesting. Uh, basically what it does is there is like, there's no, here's the stuff that we'd like you to teach. You don't have to keep any records. Uh, you don't have to do anything, you know, you don't have to be certified, but if you want to be, you can be. But then it was like the issuance of report cards, transcripts, and diplomas are the responsibility of the homeschool family based on internal standards. If homeschooling continues through grade 12, the parent issues a high school diploma to the graduate. And that diploma is 100%, you know, Legit. I mean, now I know that there's like accreditation and stuff like that, but most schools nowadays are not going to have any issues with that. And if they do, I've never heard of them hardly, uh, especially nowadays. But they don't care. I was talking to the teaching textbooks guys, and they were saying, again, uh, we were talking about colleges and how how these moms were talking about how they need to fill out all these applications and they had they submit these things and and they're saying, you know, but they didn't even read them. And uh, one of the founders of teaching textbooks said, that's because all they care about is if you can pay. So if you can pay, you can get your kid into school. Um, and really, you know, we just need the full to house kind of lady showed. You definitely can. <laughs> as a last comment, because I'm like, I took a ibuprofen right before and like my fever is broken and I feel like I am sweating like a pig now. I feel like every pore on me is letting out sweat. Like my eyes are sweating down the sides of my cheeks. I feel great, but I feel sweaty. Um, so, um, but what I would not do, and I don't know how we got to this um, because this has been like a lot of rabbit trails, um, but I know some moms will say, that's why I have my kids take the GED. I would never have my kids take a GED. Again, it looks like your kid dropped out. He had to come back because he was probably on drugs. And, you know, and so you took a GED. I wouldn't do the GED ever. It is a red flag to people who see it. It says something about your kid, your children. Just don't do it. If you've already done it, don't worry about it. But if you have not done it or if you've already done it, I wouldn't tell anybody. Um, But I would never do that. Your kids have a great education by being at home. And with that, we're gonna leave it. Um, And I'll say, have a great week. I hope you get some warm weather. Um, If you remember to pray for Ben and I that we both feel better, I would sure appreciate it. Um, And uh, don't forget, be strong and keep smiling. Awesome. Thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, Sky, who is actually my wife's cousin, she commented and said, advice for uh, someone starting with kindergartner. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that on a future episode then. Maybe we can uh, kind of go into the... Don't have him take the GED. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, just relax. It's going to be okay. So uh, anyways, but before we get begin or end here... As always, again, thank you to Teaching Textbooks. We appreciate their support. If you use them already and you talk to them ever, just let them know you appreciate them supporting the Smiling Homeschooler. They help uh, homeschoolers smile in math time. 
and uh, they support us and we, that's again our mission so we think it's a really good match between us two so we really appreciate them uh, have a great week and as always keep smiling see you next week alright thanks for joining us for another week we hope you are more encouraged now than you were at the beginning if you enjoy our show and haven't already please leave a review on whatever podcast platform you use also again thank you to teach you textbooks for sponsoring the smiling homeschooler and making this happen you can check out a free trial of their amazing math curriculum over on their website teachingtextbooks.com have a great week and as always keep smiling